This is Clayton for Podcast Radio Business. We're joined by Jeremy Robinson and Tom Ross from Harkus Parker Solicitors. We're here to discuss the multi-billion pound legal action launched on behalf of businesses overcharged because of Visa and MasterCard. Thank you for joining us, Jeremy and Tom. Great to be here, Clayton. You're most welcome. So, Jeremy and Tom, please tell us about your roles at Harkus Parker first. Uh, we are both uh, partners, solicitors at Harkus Parker. Um, we specialize in competition litigation claims. This is a competition litigation claim. My background is in competition law, which I've practiced for over 20 years. And Tom, who can introduce himself, his background is in commercial litigation and competition. Tom. Absolutely. Um, my, my background is more commercial litigation than, than competition, but I've been working with Jeremy for um, five years now. When this brief landed on my desk and I saw the figure 7.5 billion, I had to sit down and take a, a quick drink because they were saying that this is probably the biggest compensation claim in UK history. Is that correct? I think it might be. The figure you've got doesn't include interest as well, which would actually be part of that final figure. This all comes down to fees which are charged by MasterCard and Visa on every single transaction that a merchant processes using a credit card or debit card. As you can imagine, that we're going to be claiming back for the last six years. So over time, those numbers add up dramatically, hence the big number. But that represents the money that MasterCard and Visa have, we say unlawfully, taken from merchants. So the question some people would ask, is this purely a business-centered action or are consumers involved as well? Our action is a business action. We are representing the merchants, the merchants who process the transactions. And it's during that processing of the transaction that a, an element of fee is charged that we say is unlawful and anti-competitive. And indeed, it has been found to have been, that element has been found to have been unlawful and anti-competitive in pretty much every um, court and forum that's heard the issue. This has been an ongoing practice for a number of years and decades, in fact. It's worth adding that this is a charge that we say businesses bear alone. It's not a charge for which there's any evidence that most businesses are able to pass this on to consumers. It's something that they have to carry. Indeed. So in your estimation, how long have MasterCard and Visa been involved in these alleged practices? Well, it's been going on for decades, as Tom said. Uh, there were investigations into this back in the 1990s. It really didn't gather steam in terms of sorting this out until the early 2000s when the European Commission looked at it and found against uh, these practices. But the problem is that the fees themselves have never been abolished. They've continued uh, in different forms. Some fees have gone up, some fees have been regulated down. But the important point is our case is that none of these fees are justifiable and they should really be zero. And the cases that have gone all the way to trial in the UK, that is what has been established. And so we are claiming for the gap, if you like, between zero and what MasterCard and Visa have imposed. A lot of people who are listeners here on podcast radio business will be thinking to themselves, am I affected by this? And how does it actually work? MasterCard and Visa apply a particular type of scheme called a four-party scheme. And what they're doing, one part of it, and it, it's important to say that we are focused on that one part. 
One part of it is imposed on the various parties by MasterCard and Visa. That's called an interchange fee. And that's the part that we say is unlawful because it's not set competitively in any way and it is restrictive. That's the bit that we say needs to be compensated to businesses. So merchants are currently paying that fee, that interchange fee, and it varies. But that fee is the bit that we say is unlawful and anti-competitive. And there's nothing a merchant can do about it. If it wants to take MasterCard or Visa cards, which, of course, today is absolutely essential for any merchant, if it wants to take those kind of um, cards, it has to pay that fee. It's got no way of negotiating the fee. There's no flexibility. It just pays the fees as, as they have been set by MasterCard and Visa. How did Harkers Parker get involved? Well, it's quite an interesting story. Harkers Parker is a specialist firm in group action litigation, so mass litigation. Uh, And actually, if you look at our website, you'll see the range of different claims that as a firm we are doing largely in, in the consumer field. What we do is we match up that experience in group litigation with Tom and my own very uh, particular specialisms in commercial litigation and competition law. Um, and that's how um, we have uh, managed to sort of pull together all the relevant and necessary skill sets as solicitors to be able to run a claim of this size and this scale. But of course, it's a, a huge team action um, in any litigation of this size and scale. And we're working with uh, leading economists um, and leading barristers uh, as part of a much wider team to uh, to ensure that businesses get the compensation they should. And can any business get involved? Yes. Any business, as we say, that takes and processes credit cards or debit cards can get involved. We have a website, creditdebitcardclaim.co.uk, and that it's just a case of registering your interest. It takes two minutes and then we have a way of involving you and communicating with you going forward in order for you to make sure you don't miss out frankly i think this is something obviously that will have affected so many businesses especially across the uk is there a time limit for people to get involved not presently there will be one when we're certified by the court as as a class action they will set a time limit for registration so this is this is us letting everyone know that we're launching the claim if people register now that's it that's done and as i say we can communicate them with them going forward and, and we'll have their um we'll have their contact detail but there is no time now but we're just keen for everyone to sign up because it shows interest and in it that it will demonstrate that to the court as well which is part of the process when we started our conversation you mentioned some previous precedents in terms of previously successful actions could you tell us more about those yes absolutely and um, the the Landmark decisions going back in in history. First of all, of course, there's the European Commission decision in 2007, which found that these card fees on cross-border transactions in the EEA were unlawful. That was confirmed by the Court of Justice. In the UK, the Supreme Court, uh, amongst other cases, uh, gave uh, a judgment in 2020 in the long-running supermarkets litigation involving Sainsbury's and others, in which it found that the uh, UK uh, domestic multilateral interchange fees were similarly unlawful um, and there was no uh, justified level of them and that these had not been passed on. So these are very, very solid precedents on which we base our case. Based on these successful actions, how long do you think that this might take to come to trial? The, um, there are proceedings um, currently in the courts which we're joining. We would be hopeful that um, that this might be done in 
if it goes through to trial, that there will be trials next year, at the beginning and the end of the year, to try certain parts of it. And those will largely be determinative of the issues we're talking about. So maybe two to three years. And that sounds like a long time, but that's actually in this kind of context actually quite a quick timetable. I understand. And I think that most of our listeners will understand that in litigation terms, that two or three, two or three years is, is tiny in comparison. There are issues. I mean, because of the size, it is in some ways a very complex claim. In others, it's very simple. As we, I think we've repeatedly said now, the issues are pretty clear. Um, we're very confident that these fees are unlawful, but it just takes time. Unfortunately, for MasterCard and Visa, this is a cost of doing business. What happens if you get to trial and you win? How do businesses get compensated? If we get to trial and we win, or if there is a settlement which is approved by the court, then the businesses who have signed up, that's why this registration is so important. So the businesses who have signed up will get a share of that award and that compensation that is, as I say, court approved. Um, if you don't sign up, uh, unfortunately, there is no mechanism by which you can get a share of that compensation. So that's why it really is important. And I think it's also important and for me to say there's no risk attached to this as well. This is a there's no fee charged um, on the businesses because it's being funded by an external party that that chooses to fund this and that does take its only takes a share if we're successful and there's but there's no risk to anybody participating so really speaking it is a uh, one of a better word a bit of a no-brainer we believe you've told us a lot about how the system works what's gone wrong and what could be done to put it right. Where do businesses go to get the information and what do they actually need to physically do to make this happen? Okay, it's um, go to our website, creditdebitcardclaim.co.uk. That website has information about the claim, um, FAQs, a bit of background uh, information. We'll also be putting up news items as and when they're published. But the important button to press is join the claim. And join the claim will take you to a very simple form. It takes a couple of minutes to fill out and then you're done. How does that feel to be on the cusp of possibly quite groundbreaking litigation? Speaking for myself, I mean, I'm, I'm really very passionate about this case. I, I do believe that these are unlawful fees that are being charged on all businesses by MasterCard and Visa. As I said, I think they treat it as a cost of doing business. But the reality is that for the businesses themselves, it's really important. The fees, fee levels we're talking about vary, but they can vary between, and in this current present case, 0.2 and 0.3%, which doesn't sound much, but really adds up over time, really adds up. And in other contexts, in the context of other cards, which we also have claims for, the, those fees are even higher. And those fees add up to merchants who are facing unprecedented difficulties at the moment. So I personally care more about that than anything else. Obviously, professionally, it's interesting. But actually, the reality is that this is really important for the businesses. Speaking to the businesses in my village, it will make a difference. It could make a difference. I was uh, in touch with a retailer uh, just last night, family-owned business. Uh, it's been around for generations, really, really struggling. Every penny counts. We are more and more aware every day 
all of us generally, all of your listeners as well, of the difficult environment for business right now across all sectors of the economy. Every penny really counts, and we just want to do our bit to help out. Excellent. Thank you. So Jeremy Robinson and Tom Ross from Harkers Parker Solicitors, thank you for joining us on Podcast Radio Business. Thanks very much, Clayton. Thank you, Clayton. Much appreciated. You're most welcome.